Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, Zinger Nation. My name is Logan, and I'd like to welcome you to Moon or Bust, your home for all things crypto at Benzinga. I am joined today by Ryan. Ryan, it's been a minute Welcome back. Yeah, man, we're back from a brief hiatus. We've had two weeks off from Moon or Bus. I really missed it, Logan. I feel like I haven't seen you in years. I know, man. I know. Uh, I'm just happy to be back. Happy to have you guys here as well today. If you are new to the Benzinga channel, make sure you subscribe and smash the like button. Do it. Otherwise, I will cry later. Um, and also, drop a comment. Let us know what projects you're looking at, crypto, NFT, or otherwise. And if we get time, we will pull them up. We've got a great, jam-packed, and hopefully funny and entertaining Friday show coming at you today. Ryan, can you give us a little sneak preview of what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, as always, we'll be talking about the markets. But the, the bread and butter of today's show is ETH Denver. We were posted up at ETH Denver. It was a movie last week. So much fun. I was there all week. Logan made an appearance for a couple days but man you had an even busier week than me last week it was pretty insane you were flying all over the country went to the hearts project nft party we'll have to cover that briefly but eth denver man so much fun so we're definitely going to get into that uh but yeah we'll start off with the markets all right as i'm pulling these up i want to see at least 10,000 comments right now we got to know some projects that you guys are looking at so we can give you our takes on them um my laptop is being a little bit glitchy, so bear with me in case this doesn't work. But I think that if we have this set up, we're looking good. Let me shrink myself L yeah, down. Yeah, little, a little bit tall, a little bit tall. Oh, man. You know what? It, it's, it must be tough being the guys on the show before us and being so short. It's a hard knock life. Yeah, it really is. Okay, I don't think I'm going to figure out how to work this chair within the hour, so I'm just going to let it go. Ryan, here we have the Bitcoin chart. Can you, can, okay. I can see it, yeah. <laughs> Give me an overview. What are we looking at? These are the hourly candles, if you and want me to so, zoom in. Yeah, hourly candles are good. We'll have to take a look at the macro trends as we do. But the other day, man, I woke up and I peed my pants, man. We were down 20%. I cried a little bit, but it was a good buying opportunity. I bought a ton, and I was telling you about this the other day. I bought a ton of sushi swap at $10, thinking I was smart to buy the dip. And I saw it break $3. So uh, I'm a back holder, so I, of course I accumulated some more. Uh, and it was the right decision. I mean, we went right back up. I was really surprised to see Bitcoin crash down so fast with so much volume like that. Uh, but we did get that bounce, which I was kind of surprised by. I thought we might be traveling flat for a little bit. I didn't deploy too much capital, but I did want to get in during that dip. I don't know if we've seen the bottom. I mean, we have been playing well below all-time highs now for quite a while. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Logan, what do you think's happening here? Was this a, a bullish move considering we bounced back so fast, or do we have more to go to the downside? Side. I think that was the bottom, but I say that every time. Let's go. It's the bottom. Okay. Up only from here. Yeah. I mean, historically, the uh, invasion days mark the bottom of the markets. Uh, you know, if we see, uh, you know, Russia take hold of Ukraine, it's going to mess up the global supply chains in a very significant way uh, that, that 
accelerates the rate of inflation quite drastically. So just based on that alone, we're going to see prices get pumped up, I think, in most all of the markets. But, you know, just like my hat says, it's not financial advice. I don't even know what I'm doing. Just turned 21 and somehow they put me on the show. <laughs> Man, uh, we, are, we are swagged out, though, Logan. That's a really cool hat from the Hearts Project. I bet you'll never guess where I got my swag from. My balancer Dex shirt. Mm, you'll never guess. The, the gym? Oh, no, see, you wouldn't have guessed. It, was actually, it was actually from East Denver. East Denver? Yep. I think we're going to have to to do a little performance review on your time at East Denver in a second. Um, we're going to do a little little bit on that. Uh, but let's finish up our look at the markets. Is there anything else you want to take a peek at? I think it would be a good idea to look at maybe the daily or weekly candles just to get a good idea of the macro trends we're seeing right now for Bitcoin. Maybe head over to Ethereum right after that. All right. Here we have the daily candles on Bitcoin what are you looking at? Oh, it looks like that could be a bottom. I mean, we were trading down in this range before, like three, four weeks ago. Um, and now we're back at that point. So maybe that'll hold us support. But yeah, I mean, we're basically just traveling sideways. If you zoom out even more, you'll see we have been trading sideways now for like a year. Uh, so that's interesting to see. As long as the bottom's above $30,000, I'm really not worried. I, I think this could play out where we just trade between 30 to 40K for a while. Hopefully pick up some bullish signals later on in the year and move on You know, up to close to six figures but we'll see what happens. All right. I will leave it at that. I think you said it all. Let's take a look at Ether, Ether US dollar valuation. We're going to zoom out to the daily candles. Uh, and, you know, we see basically, basically the same thing as Bitcoin. Any differences that stood out to you? Is it still loading the daily candles? Yeah, I think so. Oh, there it is. All right. And this line was really good. I didn't draw that. That was not there. Yeah, nothing really sticks out to me, Logan. What about you? I guess one thing to know is we were trading uh, about the relative lows for Bitcoin, but for Ethereum, it looks like we bottomed out above our previous lows that we saw mm. a few weeks ago. So that might be something to note. Maybe we're getting a little bit more bullish on Ethereum than we are Bitcoin right now, uh, but it's pretty hard to tell. I mean, we only have a few candles of data here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really the only difference that, that I can see as well. Um, okay, so... Should we take a look at an NFT project? Should we take a look at coin market cap? We got a couple coins in the chat. Maybe we'll go through those real quick. Uh, all right, we already took a look at ETH. Let's take a look at Luna, Terra Luna, Cosmos ecosystem. This is the uh, backing token for the UST stablecoin, ninth biggest overall, back at 68 64 ryan do you ho hold any terra i do not i think it is a solid project and did you see the news about terra about the vcs getting in paying with bitcoin about a week ago because i think that's what really started moving the price mm, i did see that news well i think there was like a, a was million a billion, or a billion, a billion dollars, dollars yeah with a b of bitcoin that was added to the backing of ust that is bullish if i've ever heard it um all right, any other coins? Zim. Zim is moving up. Do you know what Zim is? I have no clue what Zim is. Zimbo. Nope, that's not it. Zim. Zimbo Cash. <laughs> All right, can't find it. Let us know the uh, the full name if you still want a, a look at it. We got this one we haven't done in a while. Shiba Inu. 
Woof. Our, our good friend Shiba Inu still trading for less than a dollar. I'm kind of surprised, Logan. What about you? <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, Ethereum is what like three thousand dollars. So why can't Shiba Inu be three thousand dollars as well? Well, you need to take a look at the circulating supply. That actually has a big thing to do with the token's price. What does that even mean? means there's a lot of coins out there, so it's pretty cheap. Logan, you got to go back to school. You shouldn't have dropped out. You should take Econ 101. They teach you everything you need to know about Shiba Inu there. So I recommend you go back to school, take an Econ class, and learn why Shiba Inu is currently trading at 0.002428 cents. I'm going to go back to school, make a million on Shiba just to drop out again. Hard. All right, that's enough. Um... All right. I think we should get into your uh, East Denver performance review. Yeah, let's Are you do ready? It. Are you yeah, prepared? I am totally not prepared for okay. whatever you have planned for me, Logan, but we should run it regardless. All right. So today we're going to be doing something a little bit different, a little bit more fun than we're used to. Uh, I went down the rabbit hole of Caleb Presley interviews last night, and I was mind blown by the questions he asks, the way he conducts his interviews. So we're going to do a little bit, a performance review recap of ETH Denver. I hope you enjoy it. Smash the like button if you like it. Make sure to follow us both on Twitter as well. Um, but that being said, Ryan, these, uh, these questions are, are completely secret. You have not seen them. These are going to be organic reactions, and I need honesty, okay? Honesty comes first. Is that clear? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> I think this is, yeah. All right. All right. Ryan. Logan. So uh, we're here today to discuss your performance review. Um, it, it says here that you expensed $45,000 worth of items just last week. Um, and, and so I think that this is going to require a discussion. I really need to know, uh, you know, if you're providing value or if you're just trying to, to take the company's money. So first question, it says here uh, that you went to ETH Denver last week. Why not ETH Pakistan? Well, that's actually not going on just yet. I am signed up, but ETH Denver was last week. Did expense that $45,000, but those were all true expenses, actually. We had people asking for something called a seed phrase. They actually mm. showed me how to get it. So mm. uh, I gave it to them because they were asking, right? It wasn't even a link, so I wasn't sussed out. Um, and then I incurred $45,000 worth of expenses. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is a traveling expense. It's, it was my seed phrase. Yeah. Still not still not really sure what, what a seed phrase is, mm -mm. but it, it did Nobody lose is. me $45,000. So whatever, whatever a seed phrase is seems very, very important. I learned never to give out my seed phrase again mm. because mm. Benzinga is very mad mm. at me for incurring a $45,000 expense at ETH Denver. You know what? At least you're lucky that you were traveling. Otherwise, you would have just had to pay that out of pocket. It would have been a seed phrase expense. Yeah, no, it would have been a seed phrase expense. But the traveling expense, you can yeah. get that covered. Seed phrase expenses, no. That, that would have been hard to get past HR, that is for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. So uh, I heard when you were there, apparently you got a lot of swag. Oh, a lot of swag. Uh, and, and so precisely how many articles of clothing did you steal? 15 pounds. Fi pounds? pounds. Asked about articles of clothing. Yeah, 15 pounds of clothing. 15 pounds of articles. I, I can't disclose how many articles of clothing I have. I can't count that high. So what, does, does Raz not pay you enough? You need to steal clothes? It's it's about the swag. See here at Benzinga, we do have some swag, and I, I I do like to wear it. Yeah. But I mean, at ETH Denver, that's just a different level of swag. Like where else 
Where else can you get a, a shirt with a Dex on your sleeve? Where else can you get condoms that say practice safe Dex? Only at East Denver. Not at Benzinga. So these are possibly potential clients or interviews, and you're just taking condoms and t-shirts from them? Like, is it, it's, it's not your girlfriend's house, man. Yeah, I mean, it's more of an exchange of value. See, we're on the show. We've already shouted out Balancer twice, so I think they are getting a very solid ROI, probably better than the crypto markets these days, actually. All right, well, try to, uh, try to clean it up. Try to clean up the act. No more stealing. Um, but I, I need to know, for $45,000, what did you see at ETH Denver? We saw Vitalik Buterin, our god. We saw Andrew Yang. We saw Kimball Musk, and we saw a ton of other really cool people there. People super involved with DAOs, people super involved with NFTs, the latest and greatest projects. It blew my mind, and I got to meet Tiesto. That might have been the highlight of the trip. Pretty cool. We're friends now. Don't have his number, but I'm sure he'll hit me up pretty soon here. What is a Tiesto? Uh, Tiesto is the guy you party to. He's, he's a big DJ. He has like, like 6 million followers, I think, uh, on Instagram. What is so important about having a big DJ? Well, it, it makes Bacon Coin more well-known. We actually had Bacon Coin on the show, guys. We got to meet Carl Jacobs there. Well, at least I did. Logan was off doing something else, but I got to meet Carl Jacobs. We did interview him virtually on stream a couple months ago. He's making Bacon Coin. He's tokenizing mortgages as NFTs on Ethereum's blockchain. Super cool stuff. So I got to meet him, and he was the one who threw the party with tiesto very cool we got some clips and we'll be making a highlight video of it hopefully published on monday so bacon coin bacon coin oven or griddle oh griddle it's it's bacon coin what about oven bacon no that doesn't exist are you sure uh-huh that might be a business opportunity oven bacon coin launching soon <laughs> all right next segment i am going to give you uh, a word, and I want you to do some ETH Denver word association, okay? I'm just going to throw something completely random out there, and I want you to, first thing that comes to your mind, ETH Denver related, give me the answer, okay? Vitalik Buterin. God. Shiba Inu pajamas. Drip. <laughs> Amin.eth. Pimp. The horny Dow. Bonk. <laughs> the multi-chain party. The multi-chain party. Logan, because that was like the only party you actually showed up to. That was cool, though. Polygon hosted it with Anchor and Meet Us, a couple other big protocols. We'll have some clips of that in the recap for sure. When you were at Ethereum Denver, were there any normal people? No, but that was the beauty of it. Were there any girls? There were seven, yeah. How do we get more girls in Web3? I think that's actually happening right now with NFTs. You know, a lot more girls, I think, are getting in through NFTs, through art, uh, but definitely just promoting inclusivity, diversity, and inclusion. That's all really important, but as Ethereum develops and there's more use cases, I think we'll get past the crypto bros, the finance nerds, and it'll be a lot more of an inclusive environment. And that was a joke. There were a lot more than seven girls at ETH Denver. I was actually surprised by the diversity. Um, I'm sure it wasn't like that three, four years ago. 
And how much did the women in Web3 pay you to say that? Uh, two Bitcoin. Two Bitcoin. Seems fair. I took it. Not going to give it back. This is the problem with crypto bros. The blockchain is just guys named Kyle trading JPEGs. <sighs> Ryan, what do you think about Ethereum after the conference? I feel like I probably should have dropped out with you. We met a lot of dropouts at ETH Denver. It was really cool, man. Everybody was building, especially during the hackathon week, which was prior to the main conference. I mean, there were so many just Ivy League students there who said, yeah, I dropped out, I got funding, and now I'm building on Ethereum. It was really motivational, thought it was super cool. I mean, everyone there, man, they were on top of their game building out all of this infrastructure on Ethereum and grants were being given away left and right. So Harmony One has a $300 million grant fund. They're giving away $300 million to build infrastructure on Harmony One right now. So if you're a developer, I strongly recommend looking into Harmony. They were giving out huge grants at ETH Denver. Uh, there was one for a million dollars. We know a girl who was actually part of that trip. For her DAO, they got a huge grant through Harmony One. Uh, so there's huge opportunities right now in crypto and DAOs and NFTs and layer two protocols. And everybody's giving out grants. If you can't find a grant, you can find an investor. So super exciting stuff happening right now in Ethereum. What was the hottest topic discussed while you were there? Marin. <laughs> hey, does anybody know about Marin in the chat? Because we got to see Marin in ETH Denver. That had been one of the biggest highlights of my life. Uh, she just walked past me. She was in her red dress as always. Uh, Logan said hi. I got a little shy, so I, I didn't say hi. But next time I see Marin, I will say hi. She uses astrology to predict Bitcoin, and she's about 99% accurate. So really a goddess, really a legend. Really cool to see her at ETH Denver, even though she was able to get into the dead mouse party at 11.30 p.m. and we weren't able to be let in, even though we were press. Do you think that just because somebody knows astrology, they should be able to skip lines at bars? No. Do you think that just because somebody wears a red dress, they should be able to skip lines at bars? No, or else I would have packed a red dress. Do you think that just because somebody does crypto TikTok, they should be able to skip lines at bars? It depends how big their press is. Their press. Their press. How big of a press do you need yes. to skip a line? You need a big press. A big press. All right. I'm going to need one of those. Ryan, my birthday's coming up. If you could get me a big press, I'd really like to skip the lines next year. I'll put it on the list. Thank you. In other news, I don't know. What's the other news, Ryan? We could go over some of the main speakers at ETH Denver. I thought that was pretty interesting. We could also compare stickers on our laptops. I mean, we have a few Ooh. of the same, but we are stickered out. I don't know like how well the audience can see. Maybe if we do half and half. Okay, we're going to do a head-to-head -head sticker comparison from ETH Denver. I need you guys to vote for me uh, regardless of what your actual opinion is. But who has the better sticker set up? Uh, there you can see both of ours side-by-side. -side. Drop uh, an R if it's Ryan. Drop an L if it's me. Uh, and drop let me, let me a, drop a it, screw you if, if you want us to move on. Free the markets? Pretty cool. What? Okay. Thank you, producer Rohan. Free the markets. You know what I'm all about. Logan's got the Ave sticker, the Ave ghost. 
-hmm. I also have the Ave Ghost. He copied me. Well, I mean, I wasn't there for the Ave booth. I had to to get it from you, and you know, I asked you to give me a sticker, and you charged me for it afterwards. Like, I I traded you for the sticker. I asked you to get me something from the Heart Project. You got two stickers, and you got ten pieces of clothing. I asked for one T-shirt, and what did you bring me back? A disappointment. Well, look. Look, I put a lot of money into that trip. Those are one-of-one items of clothing, okay? They're going to be worth billions in a year or two, so why would I not make a little bit of money on them? Why would I take a loss for for you? Because I'm your co-host, and I asked you nicely. You got 12 pieces of clothing. I'm still upset about this. All I got were some stickers and some gonna-make-it socks. Oh, and this, this balancer. Did you guys see my balancer shirt? Yeah, Ryan, we saw the balancer shirt. Look, it says balancer on the sleeve. Balancer is a dex on Ethereum, guys. It's pretty cool. Um, unsponsored. I actually don't know that much about balancer, but they gave me this shirt, um, and it's pretty cool. So you guys should use balancer decks. I need to run a quick test. Is your balance better? Does it help? Uh, actually, see, that's what that's the thing here. It only says balancer on one sleeve, so it's it's mm, not not very balanced. Not I'm balanced. actually I'm kind of weighted down on my left side because of this print on my sleeve, so it's not no. Yeah, I could see that being an issue. I think I think we should test it out though. You know, like it's really hard to tell. Could you just like stand on um on your head for a few minutes? I can barely stand up. It's unbalanced. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can try again after the show. <sighs> Why don't we get into some important people, Logan? This show like, is not supposed to all be about us. Okay, tell me about Kimball Musk. Kimball Musk, he was there. He was talking about the big green DAO that he started. Pretty cool stuff. It's a philanthropic DAO. And I was actually doing a little bit of research on that earlier. Kathy Wood is a member of his big green DAO. Seems pretty interesting. So they're basically empowering people to grow their own food. They're focused on sustainability and they give out grants. So cool stuff from Kimball Musk. He also said something about Tesla and his dad. If any of you know his dad, I'm sure most of you guys just know Kimball Musk, but he actually does have a father who's kind of famous. His name is Elon, but he was talking what? about how, how Tesla was I, ignorant when they purchased Bitcoin and they didn't know about the electricity usage. Is that is that Cap? I, I thought that was Cap. I thought he was fibbing. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a convenient excuse, but let's let's back it up a second. Elon and Kimball are brothers. No way. Yeah. No way. Yahweh. Are you joking? No. Okay. No. Look I'll at Kimball. Elon, Elon didn't have a kid at 12, that's for sure. He didn't even have a friend at 12. That's no true. No offense to Elon. It's yeah. just the way it is. Um, but yeah, Kimball, big that, cowboy hat. Yeah. Where can I get me one of those? The cowboy store. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to save that for later. Um, who else was there? Andrew Yang made a surprise appearance. So, yeah, Andrew Yang was there. I think he might run on a crypto platform next time he runs for president. It was pretty cool to see him there talking about universal basic income, how crypto can help the masses. Uh, but I don't know. It wasn't the most interesting. Vitalik was definitely the coolest guy there by far. He talked a bunch about a, a ton of different things. Okay, did you find any clips? Because I know that's pre-recorded. Hopefully we can air a couple of the best segments of Vitalik from ETH Denver. Yeah, I do have that pulled up. Uh, actually, I think my, my second display just disconnected, so I'll have to f 
to get that back. But then we can take a look at some of the things that, that Vitalik was talking about. I think it'd be a really cool way to spend maybe 10 or 15 minutes just watching what Vitalik was speaking on at ETH Denver. Um, but before we, we dive in, let's do a little bit of background in case anybody out there doesn't know who Vitalik Buterin is. So, Ryan, first question, how many sandwiches would he need to eat to be considered a healthy weight? A lot. A lot. Like 10,000, I'm thinking. Probably 12,000, yeah. Do you think that he's able to sustain the Denver cold for more than 15 seconds without passing out? I think that's why he wore those fuzzy Shiba Inu pajamas to the conference, to keep him warm. Do you think that he's trying to pump and dump? Ethereum or Shiba Inu? You tell yes. me. Yep. Okay. Yep. He needs to stop shilling. He keeps adding me to his lists on Twitter. I don't know why I'm so important all of a sudden that Vitalik Buterin is adding me to all of his Twitter lists. But, you know, hopefully I'll get some Ethereum out of it. They say, you know, send me one Ethereum. I'll send you back two. Sounds like a good deal on my part. I mean, Vitalik can probably afford it, right? I have sent him 12 ETH so far. They told me I was going to get 25 in return. Little bonus for going up to 12. Uh... And that was four years ago. I'm sorry for your loss. No, no, they're going to send it back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Vitalik. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. He's just holding on to it for you. Like so a custodial wallet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like Coinbase, but different. I don't, I don't really get it. Um, when Vitalik was 19, what did he do? He made Ethereum, probably got a girlfriend, then kept coding on Ethereum pretty sure he just does that all the time when you were 19 what did you do high school hmm i yeah. got held back a couple years yeah i guess that i guess that explains a lot okay so vitalik spoke on what what did he talk about talked about a lot of different things one of the things i thought was really interesting that he was talking about is how coin voting sucks so like one vote for one coin that's how a lot of these governance protocols work these days if you have one uniswap token that's one vote towards the uniswap governance protocol um same with DAOs and a lot of other things but yeah he said coin voting sucks he got a lot of support for saying that um but how do we actually get people involved without having votes through coins you know how do you incentivize participation how do you make regulation around all of these different cryptocurrencies and voting and DAOs? a lot of interesting stuff and he answered some cool questions too one of the ones i thought was most interesting was uh somebody asked him about the kusama test net uh or canary net rather on polka dots so for you guys who are maybe unfamiliar with that it's essentially operates similarly to a test net but it has monetary incentives so instead of testing out like on rinkaby on ethereum's test net where there's no dollar value there is monetary value attached to the kusama test net so somebody asked do you think this is a good idea and vitalik was a big supporter of it he thinks there should be some type of test net on ethereum that actually has monetary incentives so you can test out theories that have to do with DeFi and the transfer of money and then you can have white hat, hat hack you know, go in and try and hack and get a bounty for it. So I thought that was really interesting. And I think it would be really cool to see Ethereum do that. Well, I think we should run the clip. Are you ready? Let's run it. All right. Stuff changing, Can you hear it? like how we actually relate to like what fundamental problem. All right, it's buffering. Yeah, let's go. 
So speaking of being buff, Buffy Corn, who is it? Buffy Corn is the NFT project ETH Denver released. I don't really know what they're doing with it these days. They had a bunch of benefits for people at ETH Denver oh, so who had this oh, NFT collection. Right. So when we talk about like... What I really want to know though is who is under the costume? Who's behind the mask? Tell oh, me. It was Vitalik. Yeah, yeah, it was Vitalik. You didn't see the memes on Twitter? It was Vitalik the whole time? Yeah, well, I mean, everybody at ETH Denver just praises Vitalik, obviously, as a creator of Ethereum. He couldn't walk anywhere, so he put on the Bucky like, Corn costume and disguised himself. Dang. Yeah, you know, outplayed. one day, I hope that I can be popular that I need to wear the Buffy corn to walk around. Mm -hmm. It's probably not going to happen. Roll the clip. What can city governments... Are we not going to make it? I don't think we're going to make it. I really don't think we're going to make it, Ryan. This was a cool clip, though. He was talking about city governments and the city DAO, which is this experimental project going on on Ethereum, where they're trying to buy land and actually govern the property through a DAO. Really cool stuff. A little bit over my head, but that sounds like it might be the end goal of DAOs. ...to become more digital, or you know, how can we coordinate um, 10,000 people to go to the same location in the middle of a, in the middle of a desert in Nevada and hopefully like actually create a new um, city with fancy blockchain quadratic stuff that actually works well. I like all of those questions are interesting, um, but, but prefer to kind of step back and just think about this from a point of view of like, what are we going to accomplish? And right now, I'm getting less throughput than the Ethereum mainnet, so. Uh, I don't know. Want to do something else? Sure. All right. What do you got in mind? Well, let's keep covering everything we did last week because we had a packed um, week. I want to hear about the Heart Project NFT okay. party you went to. Heard you saw one of the past president's daughters. They're no big deal. Um, but before we get into that, let's do a little bit more recap of ETH Denver. I want to tell you guys a little bit about what to expect next week when we put out the recap video. Lots of cool stuff coming soon. Uh, tons of parties, huge events by you know Polkadot, Dow Denver, Coinbase, Sushi Swap, Decentraland, and tons of interviews. So I had a packed Friday last week at ETH Denver. I interviewed seven different protocols, which will be part of the recap. So don't miss it. It's going to be really cool. Mitch Hotch produced it. Super great video quality and they're like 15 10 to 15 minute interviews so shorter than moon or bus but you get a lot of value out of it let me name drop all of the places i interviewed last week we did polka dot api3 harvest finance one inch nifty labs harmony one and uma protocol so stay tuned but all those interviews are going to be coming out next week you won't want you won't want to miss it speaking of you won't want to miss it the like button yeah, don't miss it. Don't you, miss the like button. If you miss the like button, I'll literally ban you from the channel. All right? 106 people in here, and we have, what, 10 likes? 90 of y'all are about to get banned. Blockchain fixes this. Blockchain does fix this. We should just write a smart contract to do this for us. Mm -hmm. If only I knew what a smart contract was. Don't play dumb, Logan. <laughs> okay. I don't have to play. <laughs> 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 the heart project, Logan. The heart project. I want to yeah. hear about the heart project. Okay, so listen, I'm I'm trying to get this video going to show you 
the heart project and right now i'm really not i'm not having a good time i'm really having a poor time overall um sorry to hear that you know the youtube video is not loading so maybe i'll just have to give you a sneak peek of my interview here's the premise here's the background i've been shilling the heart project for at least two months now, okay? My friends, my family, my grandma, my goldfish, I got them all to invest their life savings in these NFTs. So I figured at this point, it was about time that I started doing some research or some due diligence to figure out what the heck my entire family was leveraged on. Um, so, you know, I booked the, booked a trip out to Los Angeles. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I said, I'm gonna walk the streets, Borat style, until I find the team behind the project. And what do you know, within three hours of touchdown in Los Angeles, I ran into the team behind the heart project. Yes, you heard me, it only took me three hours. That's fucking good I am, okay? Yeah, and so I talked to them, got tapped, went to the party Monday night, ran into Benny Blanco, ran into Malia Obama. I got empanadas with Ep Nast, okay? Who's that? He's, he's like the, you know, the third most popular ASAP guy that nobody knows behind Rocky and Ferg, but he was chill. He was, he was, he was a nice guy, um, you know, just minded his own business. But Benny Blanco, Benny Blanco was uh, an interesting person, an interesting character. You know, I know, Ryan, you watch the show Dave, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, I also watch that show. I enjoy it. You know, Benny plays a great character on it, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be, you know, all in his head. Justin Bieber, producer, I mean, the radio legend, Benny Blanco himself, he was getting an empanada in line in front of us. He got it. He had it in his hands. He was so excited to eat it that when he was getting out of line, he ran right into me and my friend Annie. And we didn't really realize it was him, but he said, he bumped into us. He said, Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. Excuse me walking through here and we looked at each other we said who is this holy shit it's benny blanco and we we're like oh my god you're a legend and he turned around and he said thank you guys so much uh you know much appreciated i said you like the nfts man he said i like the nfts benny blanco likes the nfts is this the most exclusive nft that's out there no 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 why not you sound like a shiller because it's 0.35 e doesn't sound very exclusive to me Sounds like anybody with a third of an ETH can buy one. Then why don't more people have them? A good question, because maybe there's only 10,000. All right, well, I don't really know how price works, but I do know a good party when I see one, and that is what this was. This was just a genuinely good time. I really, really wish that my internet was working so i could show you guys this stuff right now and it's really making me upset let me try one last option i'm gonna uh try to share it from my laptop instead of my ipad we'll see if that makes a difference uh please is yep all right all right last attempt oh oh hold on it's not there yet what i just shared my sh Why? Why? Yo, producer Rohan, can I screen share on the restream? Uh, that, yeah, now it just popped, of course. Bingo. All right, turned it on. We're good to go. Can you hear it? Nope. 
I did. I think I shared audio. Pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure. I'll try one more time. Um, here. Yep. Shared audio is on. Confirmed. Uh, and you guys can't see it. Uh, man. Producer Rohan, can you throw the screen share on me? Logan, this is a mess. Do you have your little brother producing? I told you guys about the empanadas. They were banging, banging empanadas, right? Banging song too. So, you know, I don't, I don't think you've seen that before. What was your initial reaction? What do you think? It was awesome. Super well produced. I mean, it seems like the pop-up shop went really well. It seemed super well organized. It's really rare to see in an NFT project to actually execute on these events well. We see Board Ape Yacht Club do it a couple times. We've seen a couple other big projects do it, but I haven't seen any other project. I'm going to show this for you right now, Logan. I haven't Thank seen you. any other project at such a low floor throw such a good event. And I mean, the Heart Project, we said this last event you went to with Amine and Gunna for a private concert when these NFTs were only 0.1 ETH. That was a great deal. I mean, that is less than the price of a ticket to go to a private concert with these rappers. So now, I mean, even at 0.3, seems like a pretty good deal. I do have one full disclosure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it seems like they really know what they're doing. Maybe they need a few more business people on their team, but it seems like they do have the connections in L.A. They definitely do. I actually got to talk to the creator of the Heart Project, Aiden Cullen, and uh, we got a little little something something coming for you. Uh, I think late next week, uh, and also this afternoon. Okay, so at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to be doing a Twitter Space at Benzinga on Twitter, at L-O-G-A-N-N-R-O-S-S -S on Twitter, and Ryan on Chain over there. Uh, we are going to be sitting down with Aiden 
and uh, the team behind the brand new Electrician NFT project. This is produced by John Barinholtz. It's kind of like the glue factory uh, show. You remember that one from before? Mm -hmm. We talked to John um, when he was doing that project, but that was basically like a, like a Mad Lib, right? So they had this storyline and, you know, you got to pick the name of the diner in the town or maybe like the, you know, the city on the postcard. This is taking it another step, okay? So the people that are, that are active in these, uh, it's called the electrician, and the people that are active in this community will actually get the opportunity to take a seat at the Hollywood writer's table with these guys. It has the creative director from The Mandalorian and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. This is star-studded blue chip Hollywood project. They have like 200 followers on Twitter right now. Stealth mode launch. One of the first big exposure events that the project is doing is going to be with us today on Spaces, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you set a reminder. We're going to be giving away 100 free POAP NFTs to the first people who are there. So make sure you get it. It looks rare. I promise. Ryan, are you going to be there? I'll be there. I got to claim a POAP. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So so come hang out with us. The first 15 minutes, we're just going to be vibing uh, with the community. So come chat with us. Keep the conversation going. We could talk about NFTs and talk about crypto. And then we're going to get the celebs to join. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Don't miss it. Set a reminder. Make sure you're following us. And speaking of reminders, hit the like button for me right now. Thank you in advance. All right, Ryan. I feel like... I feel like the, this was like too much, uh, you know, a little, little bit extra of an episode today, but I don't know. I think it went well. I had fun. Did you, did you have fun? I had fun. You know, that isn't all that matters, but at least we had fun. <laughs> Deep value here, okay? <laughs> you know, uh, crypto markets are down. Nobody cares. It's only the real OGs watching Moon or Bust right now. So we want to give you something that, that you guys enjoy. And if you didn't enjoy us, then, then, then let us know. So we'll never do it again. Uh, <laughs> but if you did, smash the like button. Uh, another reminder, Ryan, what else should we talk about in the final 15 minutes of today's episode. I think we should play some Moon or Bust at the end. We haven't played Moon or Bust in a hot minute, but I do want to talk a little bit about the OpenSea exploit because there's a lesson to be learned here, a lesson we teach time and time again. Do not click links, do not give out your seed phrase, and be extra careful with your MetaMask wallet or any other Ethereum wallet you have. Now, quick shout out to me, myself, and I, also Logan, because we tweeted about this OpenSea exploit, warning our followers about not to click any links coming from OpenSea right now, five minutes before OpenSea told their users to do the same thing. So pretty cool stuff. We covered that really fast. We like to protect our readers out there. Uh, but it's interesting how this happened. So at first, people were saying it's a hack. You know, remove your NFTs from OpenSea, lock your doors, put everything in a hardware wallet if you hide haven't your kids, already. Hide your wife. Just run and run with your NFTs because everyone is getting their NFTs stolen left and right. But what actually happened here was a phishing attack. So uh, somehow somebody was able to get a bunch of emails of OpenSea users, send out an email pretending to be OpenSea and saying, hey, sign your wallet 
to this thing and uh when our new contract comes out when our upgrade comes out on february 25th today actually you'll be all set your nft will be listed on the upgraded smart contract now of course that's not what happened it was a phishing attack so everybody who signed their wallet didn't even have to pay a gas fee just clicked one button signed their wallet whoosh no more nfts so they stole a ton of NFTs. They did some weird stuff too. I, I heard they gave some ETH to some people they hacked. I heard they returned some pudgy penguins. Uh, that might have been a joke. I don't know. Uh, but weird things going on with this hacker, That's guys. Nice. Just stay safe out there because this happens all the time with so many people. If you think you are not at risk, Surprise, motherfucker. you have another thing coming. <laughs> that timing was so good. That timing was so good. Ryan. Uh, how are fish stealing people's NFTs? Um, I thought they were aquatic. Okay, so that, that is a good distinction to make. These are not fish actually stealing NFTs. It's a fishing attack. So it's like you're, you're casting a rat out. You're fishing for someone to give you their seed phrase. You're fishing for someone to sign their wallet on a malicious smart contract. You're just fishing for the next person to fall for your scam, to take their NFTs. And yeah, I mean, that's that's how it goes. Luckily, there aren't any fish smart enough to hack NFTs. So say that I'm a fish. How do I avoid eating a worm with a hook in it? You don't. So my NFTs are just gone? That's not how it works. Well, well, how, how do I avoid getting tricked, Ryan? You know, add two hours to my Calendly and I'll explain it to you. Okay. All right, fine. Hopefully my, hopefully nobody steals my NFTs in that time. All right, Logan, we haven't done this in 3 moon cycles, but I think we need to do it. Moon or bus, guys, drop your coins in the comments. We'll take a look at it. It's been way too long. I'm ready to look at some Harry Potter Obama Sonic Inu 12. Whatever coins you guys want, drop them in the chat. We'll give you our quick opinion. We'll show you how we evaluate a project from a high level. Give you guys some not financial advice and go from there. Alrighty, let's get it going. Moon or bust. It's the name of the game. Give me a token, Ryan. I want to see the 75th largest coin by market cap, and I want to evaluate it. All right, 75th largest coin by market cap. We'll go to ranking and we'll scroll down to 75. Take a guess before I reveal it. What is the 75th largest Curved cryptocurrency by market cap? It is basic attention uh, token. Okay. Grandpa coin, as Grandpa I like to coin. call it. Yes. So what is this? So basic attention coin, right? Or basic attention token, token right? Yeah. BAT. So this thing has been around forever. It's withstood several crypto bear markets. This is an OG. I think it came out back 2013, 2014 around then but it really hasn't seen the exponential gains that some other cryptocurrencies has seen it is pretty niche it's not a smart contract blockchain that can do a million different things um do you know can you see there logan is it built on ethereum yes it okay. is it i is didn't want to give out any false information i 
did figure it was built on Ethereum. Uh, but essentially what this does is it either tokenizes your data, but it finds a way to pay you for looking at ads on your browser. It's integrated with Brave Browser. Great browsing experience. It's imported through Google Chrome, so you can use all your Google Docs and all your other files through Brave Browser and get paid in basic attention token for viewing ads for that ad space. So it is a cool project. There are a couple competitors. Uh, but look at that. Look at how volatile it was. I mean, we saw it go up to like a dollar and fifty cents and then crash back down to fifty cents and then go back up to new all-time highs, and now it's it's back down to sixty-eight cents. So I like volatility. I think that gives you a lot of opportunities to trade. This isn't one I have in my portfolio, however. Uh, Logan, what about you? What do you think about basic attention token? Uh, I have a, a tiny bit of basic attention token in my portfolio, basically a negligible amount. I think the concept is cool, uh, but I don't know if the bat can fly. No. No, this is a bust for me, fam. All right. Next token. Give it to me. Do we have any in the chat yet? Rohan, producer Rohan, what's the next token on Moon or Bus today? We have not. Helium. Producer Rohan wants some helium. Uh, you know, we got to wait till five o'clock for that. Helium HNT is a Internet of Things decentralized distributed Internet protocol token. If you see in Silicon Valley, it's kind of like Pied Piper from that show, but IRL. Uh, it is a pretty cool project with, um, let's take a look at the price action. Ryan, do you own any hint? I do not. What's it going to take you to buy some hint? I don't know if I will. Maybe if I had a lot of money, I would just have a small allocation. How much money is a lot of money? Uh, a billion dollars. A billion dollars. That is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. This, I mean, this project, it seems like, is growing through the HNT miners, which operate very differently than other cryptocurrency miners. They actually power, like, internet networks, right? They're actually hotspots. Right? Yes. They're hotspots. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they're reselling on secondary markets. I think you can actually get these on StockX now. I mean, StockX actually. is everything these days. I'm pretty sure that StockX has HNT miners now. Uh, they are reselling. They are pretty hard to get your hands on, but they seem pretty profitable. From what I've heard, you can make your money back in about three months, which is a lot faster than most cryptocurrency miners, which, you know, it takes like 10 to 15 months to make your money back mining. With these hotspots, it takes like three to four months as far as I checked last. Uh, so that's really interesting. I think a lot of people are getting exposed to helium through these HNT hotspots, not necessarily through the actual cryptocurrency. It should be noted, though, that your ROI time depends heavily on how populated and, uh, you know, what the supply of HNT miners is in your area, right? So if there's a lot of people that want to get on the network and not a lot of people with routers in the area, you're going to make a lot more than if it was the other way around. I think it's a cool project. I would love to see it succeed. Um, this is a you know piece of critical infrastructure that we could really, really use a decentralized version of. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of nodes out there on some pretty big blockchains that I don't want to admit that run off of Amazon Web Services. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for HNT. Um, 
StockX is not working for me. So we'll just forget about it. Um, alrighty, back to the... We never even looked at NFTs. How could we forget about NFTs? Okay, let's look at NFTs. Three landers. The eyes follow you around like the MetaMask guy does. So that's like kind of neat. That's some innovation in NFTs. Floor price of 2.5 ETH. Very new project. Just released, Damn. I think, last week. I took a look at it yesterday just on OpenSea, but I didn't do any actual research on the project. Logan, are you aware of what this project's doing? Any you know special factors that differentiate this from the million other NFT projects currently on OpenSea? Uh. I have no clue. I saw this project. I recognized the art, I feel like, from somewhere, but I, uh, I've been quite busy lately. It looks like maybe like a, a Cartoon Network show or a Nickelodeon show. Kind of reminds me of that. Like, uh, what's that one with like the bird and the squirrel? Uh, the regular show. It yeah, looks like the regular show. That's the one. All right, my iPad just disconnected again, so. Ripper Rooney. No more, no more screen share for me. It's not working. Uh, man. Any other coins in the chat? All right, I got a coin for you, Ryan. Okay. The Russian ruble. Logan, I knew you were going to say something stupid. I was about to just walk off stage right now, so I didn't have to answer that. But how about we try again? I mean, I think it's a good question. Should we talk about talk about the markets? Talk about the end of the world? That's like a little bit too depressing for me, actually. Maybe we should just talk about fantasy internet money and fantasy internet pictures mm -hmm. and hope that the markets won't collapse in the meantime. I, too, like to cope, sir. Oh, man. Yeah, that shit is depressing. Let's, we'll, we'll get around to it eventually, but... I hope everybody out there is safe. Stay safe. And, uh, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, should I try to pull up CoinMarketCap? You want to look at another NFTS? You want to play Rock, Paper, Scissors? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, we, we already lost all of our viewers. Just one so. time. Sounds like they're bored. Okay. Okay, Logan wins. Yes. Next up. Solana from Producer Packs. Producer Packs out there in the chat. What's going on, man? Solana is far down from its all-time highs, man. Luckily, I am not very exposed to Solana, but the Solana ecosystem coins they have are taking quite the hurting. But, I mean, we saw it go back up to around $100, maybe a little bit above, and now we're, last I checked, around $85. Maybe we're back up uh, from the recent move we had over the past couple days. But what are you thinking about Solana? You know, I thought it was a good alternative to Ethereum. Maybe it'll give it a run for its money through the bull market. But, you know, I got brainwashed at ETH Denver, and now uh, Ethereum and Polygon are the only viable options for the future of finance. <laughs> so I, I don't really know about Solana anymore. SBF is a cool guy with a lot of money and a lot of resources. So I will not be surprised if Solana sticks all around over the long term. But definitely more risky than Ethereum. But with that extra risk does come some extra rewards. So if it does take off, hopefully we'll see some higher returns for Solana than we will with Ethereum. And that's all based on if it actually does succeed and take off. I think Ethereum is a bit less risky at the moment, especially. 
I'm gonna let Vitalik answer this. Right. One. Okay, that's good. Whew. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. How Love are you? Love the pants, by the Thank way. You. All those pants hot, right? Let's get a round of applause. <laughs> Dope. Dope. Uh, yeah, my name is Tony. I'm, I'm from yeah, North I Carolina. Know. I got a question hey, I think a lot of people want to ask. Don't ask. How do you feel about Solana? <laughs> I don't know. Solana's cool. It seems it's such funny. a meme. It's such a meme. <laughs> it's I don't a, know. What Solana's cool. It seems sunny. <laughs> I don't know. It seems sunny. It's cool. It seems sunny. <laughs> Tough. Uh, all right, we got two minutes left. Are there any other clips from this show that you want to run back now that I got to work in? Uh, there were a lot of good questions after that. That guy was the, the first person to ask a question about Solana. Hey, that was his whole answer. So let's, let's hear one more. I actually started right. the Texas Dow with a few lawyers here. Mm. It'll be legally recognized as the second Dow uh, in America next week. Mm. My first question is, do you believe in God? What is God? <laughs> it depends. Depends. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the second question is, with throughout history and with decentralization, especially mass decentralization, one great centralization mm -hmm. is inevitable. Mm -hmm. How can Ethereum and how can you make sure that this doesn't become a one world, you know, government? Mm. So I guess, like, how to make sure that Ethereum doesn't like itself turn into some kind of like centralized pool that like actually like controls things and yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely an important question. Um, I think the biggest defense that we have against that isn't even a technical defense. The biggest defense is like what kind of community that we have. And I think uh, the biggest, uh, the biggest virtue that I think the community has that I want to see cultivated even more is, like basically is the, like the diversity that it has. And like, I mean, the, and, like, I mean the diversity in, like, a very broad sense, right? Like, you know, we have people interested in, like, focused on technology. We have people in institutions. Um, we have people in uh, Texas. You know, we have people in kind of far corners of the, uh, of the world that are, um, that are very outside of the U.S. We have people that are, like, interested in Ethereum in order to accomplish different things. Um, and so the, my hope is that as long as the community kind of keeps this, the, the pluralist uh, spirit that it currently has um, and... That like that that by itself can be a defense against like either you know the Ethereum blockchain or kind of things that are closely that, that are closely pants, attached man. to it from kind of turning into tools that get that kind of get used to control people and um, um, and impose bad outcomes. I mean, mm -hmm. all right, we are out of time for today. Thank you all for tuning in to the worst episode of Moon or Bust <laughs> ever to air we appreciate those of you who stuck around the ogs you know who you are one last time i need y'all to smash the like button let's see if we can get 40 likes on today's show um ryan do you have any closing thoughts for us um you, you might want to move your chair back up a little bit now can uh, see just yeah i just realized how it looks a little bit silly um all right any closing thoughts for us, Ryan? Nah, stay tuned, guys. We're going to have so many big interviews coming up, so many connections from ETH Denver. So we're hoping to get on the CEO of Arbitrum, someone from SuperRare, someone from Chainlink. All these huge Web3 protocols will be coming on Moon or Bust. So definitely stay tuned, and we will become ungovernable through Web3. If you're still on Web2, stay tuned for pre-market prep at the close. Coming up right now, we'll see you next week.